beautiful and wonderful friend. Welcome back to another episode of The Whole Voice. My name is Allie Tyler, and this show is designed to bring a little more consciousness, courage, and creativity into your everyday life. This is a very exciting episode for me to share, as you probably could tell by the title, which is that surprise! I'm pregnant. (laughs) It's so weird to say that out loud. I just got to say, what a weird thing to say. The reason I wanted to share this on the podcast is, of course, it's a big update in my life, but it's really just to share a little bit about the discoveries and experiences that I have had so far. So if you are trying to conceive, or even if you're not and you know you don't want to have kids, or maybe you're a mom and you can totally relate to some of the things I'll share about, doesn't matter. It's for anyone who is curious about what this journey has been like so far. So I'm going to get real. I'm going to get vulnerable. (laughs) Radical honesty is definitely one of my values, and I'm going to get radically honest about it. So I am 21 weeks as I share this, and for those of you who don't track weeks, which is basically everyone, I know I didn't until now, it basically means I'm a little more than halfway through. My husband, Ty, and I just found out this past weekend that we are having a baby boy, which is super exciting. And I'll share a little bit about that experience in a little bit in this episode. But I will say this, pregnancy has been one of those things in my life that I have been absolutely terrified about. I mean, literally so freaking scared to experience this. So I've been with my husband for seven years and he's wanted to have kids for a few years now. He's a little bit older than me and my excuse over and over was just, I'm just, I can't, I don't want to, I'm scared, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And it's kind of funny because I've always wanted to be a mom. I always knew I wanted to have kids, but I really did not want to do that pregnancy part. It's a huge commitment. And for those of you who are moms who are listening to this, man, do I respect the hell out of you. What a huge sacrifice we make with our bodies and our minds and our lives to bring a child into this world. So I was just really scared to do something like that, and I didn't feel ready on paper. (laughs) Hint, you never feel ready. It took a lot of convincing, and finally in 2020, we decided, okay, well, let's just see what the universe has in store for us. Now, I will say this. I have so much awareness and gratitude over the fact that conceiving was fairly easy for us, and my pregnancy has also been very easy for me. And I say this with so much love and tenderness because I very much recognize that every woman has a really different experience with this. Many women have trouble conceiving and many women have really difficult pregnancies. And I just want to bow to you if you are one of those people and give you so much love and respect because man, it's a crazy experience and nobody prepares you for it. And then no one prepares you, of course, for motherhood. So I just want to say that very consciously and with a lot of love that I truly understand and recognize and am deeply appreciative of my experience. And I just want to shower you with love no matter what your experience has been as well. So I found out that I was pregnant a week before the U.S. presidential election. Not the most fun time to be sober. (laughs) Actually, it was just a crazy time in general because all I could think was, oh my God, am I seriously going to be bringing 
a human into this wild, crazy world? What is happening right now? It was, it was a lot of emotions that week, as I'm sure you probably remember if you live in America. I ended up going through what I would call maybe a panic attack, kind of a mental breakdown. It was really intense. I was five weeks along and I had an experience that had me on my knees crying. I mean, sobbing. Like if someone walked in, they would think that maybe I was diagnosed with cancer or someone died. Like it was so, so intense. I can't even describe it. It was the most terrifying experience I think I've ever had in my life. And something weird happened actually during that experience where I felt this little rumble in my belly. Like it was kind of something I had never really felt before, which it probably just was like gas or just like a little bubble or I don't know, something totally human and normal, but it snapped me out of it. It felt like this little tiny little baby was like, what is going on? What are you freaking out about? I feel what you're feeling. Whatever you're thinking is affecting me. And I immediately snapped out of it. And I realized in that moment that my life was no longer just about me. Everything I thought, everything I felt, everything I fed myself, how I took care of myself, it was directly affecting the child that was developing inside of my body. So why did I have such an intense trauma around pregnancy? Well, my mother was 40 when she had my younger brother, and it was a very, very, very challenging, I mean, that's not even the right word, let's say it, it's, it was a traumatic childbirth. She almost died, my brother almost died, allegedly the doctors came out to tell my dad, you're either going to lose your wife or your son or both, and they both miraculously survived. My mother had a very rare thing that happened to her, and she lost a lot of blood, like a lot of blood. And it was crazy. I mean, I turned four two days after this happened. My brother and I are two days apart, and it took a few years, but then when I was around seven or eight, I really started to understand that this was a really intense childbirth for my mother, and therefore, it must be an intense experience for me when I go through that when I'm an adult. If it happened to her, then why wouldn't it happen to me? It must be genetic, right? So I stored this subconscious thought in my psyche for many, many years. And I wasn't actually able to recognize that that's where that came from until we started trying to have kids. And then I realized oh, this is like a deep-seated trauma that I have. I am terrified of pregnancy and childbirth. So I wanted to share three things that really helped shift my mindset around this and that really helped me face a lot of these traumas, like really go through them head on. Because obviously when you get pregnant and if you are in a position where you can have a baby and you choose to have a baby, you're not going to just like, not have the baby. <laughs> Unless something crazy happens, of course, but it's in there and it's growing and that's the end of that. So you got to figure out what to do about it. So these are a couple of things that really, really helped me with my trauma. The first one was meditation. I found this incredible app. It's called Expectful and it literally is a meditation app for pregnant women. So it walks through all of the different trimesters, walks through postpartum and transitioning to motherhood, all of the different phases of what women go through when they're about to bring a human life onto planet Earth. And I can't begin to describe how amazing this app has been for me, how much it's helped me connect with my baby, how much it's helped me navigate these really uncertain times with my body and my mind and just the whole experience in general. 
highly recommend it if that is relevant for you. So that's been one of the biggest things is really incorporating meditation into my daily ritual. Another thing that I did, and I continue to do this as frequently as I want to, is I created a list of 10 reasons why I'm ready and capable of pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. And I go to this list and I refer to it constantly or I'll add things to this list. And again, it really helps me shift my mindset around being fearful to being strong and capable. I can do this. We can do this. We were made to do this. And millions and millions of women for thousands of years have been doing this. So this was super helpful for me to write it down, to actually see it on paper, and again, to continue doing this as a daily ritual. And the last thing that I have done that has been super helpful is again, coming back to this consciousness work, becoming extremely aware of my own thoughts, thoughts or energy, right? So if I am thinking, oh, I'm scared, I'm terrified, I don't know what to expect, I've never done this before, oh my God, all of those circulating thoughts that many first-time moms experience, I can actually look at those thoughts and shift them into things like, I am strong, I'm capable, I was made to do this. I would never have been given this gift if I couldn't handle it. I was born to handle it. I am going to rebound. I'm going to be a great mother. I am going to experience maybe a challenging childbirth and that's okay because at the end of it, I'm gonna have a healthy, beautiful baby boy. So for me, this really means looking at my ego versus my soul. Our egos, as you may recall, are really afraid of the unknown and uncertainty, and they certainly hate feeling uncomfortable. And everything, I mean everything about being a first-time mom, whether it's experiencing all of the symptoms of pregnancy, to actually delivering a baby, to actually having a newborn and having to take care of it and sacrifice so much of your life and your body to take care of this little child, All of it feels super uncertain. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I've been reading a lot of blogs and I have a lot of mom friends and I certainly ask a lot of questions, but ultimately my ego has no idea what's coming and it kind of gets a little freaked out by that (laughs) naturally. So I use this as an opportunity to remember that, oh, it's just my ego that's freaking out and that's okay. It's okay. My soul is going to thrive because my soul knows that this is a gift, that I was given a beautiful gift of a child, of being able to raise a kid and hopefully multiple kids, and that I was able to get pregnant in the first place. What an amazing universal gift. I am so, so grateful for it. So even right there, you could see that practicing shifting that mindset, going from this egoic way of thinking to this soulful way of thinking, changes the energy and the experience that you have with basically anything. So the last fun experience I've had so far, and I know there's gonna be way more that are gonna come up as I enter my third trimester, and then of course becoming a mother, was finding out the gender or the sex of my baby. (laughs) I gotta tell you, I was so 
surprised. Like, I don't think I've ever been more surprised about something in my entire life. So I don't know why I've thought this. Maybe it's because I'm a firstborn girl, but I have always thought, like literally since I was six years old, that I was going to have a girl first. I remember sitting on a porch swing that we used to have at my old house in Iowa, and I would swing back and forth thinking of all of the girl names that I wanted to name my baby girl. But I even told my husband, like, years ago, we're going to have a girl first. We're going to have a girl first. I just know it. I intuitively know it to the point where we named our daughter several years ago. We've had this name. We will name our daughter this if we have a daughter one day. So it was the biggest shock ever for both him and I that we were having a boy. Like, it was really funny, honestly. We found out with all of our friends around a bonfire I have a video of this posted on my social media. The flames were supposed to be a certain color. They were either going to be purple for a girl or green for a boy. And that science experiment didn't really work out very well. But our friend who actually knew what we were going to have ended up shining the LED color against our house, which turned green. And I'll never forget that feeling of like, wait, I think he put up the wrong light color. No, no way. We're having a boy? And both he and I looked at each other like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we just were really shocked. And the funniest thing is that I would say 90% of our friends and family thought we were having a boy. Like, everyone thought we were having a boy, except for us, which is hysterical. And I had a kind of more in that vision. I'm not going to lie. I was, it wasn't like I was sad to have a boy. It was more just that I was sad to not have a girl. And so I had to let myself process that. I had to reshape this whole vision of being a boy mom and what that was going to mean for me and what it was going to mean to have a firstborn boy in the Candy family pretty crazy experience. But now that it's been a few days and I've been able to process it, I am so excited to bring this little boy onto planet Earth and to raise a beautiful, conscious, kind, loving little male. Because Lord knows we need a few more of those on this planet. Whoops, I just said that. (laughs) So there you have it. That is my story so far. I am so excited for this experience. I feel very ready for it, even though I have no idea what to expect. I'm just ready and willing to experience the human experience because being a human is not all rainbows and bright colors and unicorns, right? I mean, there is darkness. There are challenges, there are struggles. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm gonna be facing some of those things. Maybe we both will, maybe our baby will, but that's okay. My soul came to this planet to experience the whole experience, to experience the whole spectrum of being a human. And I am so excited for it. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me share a little bit about my experience so far. I'm very excited to be welcoming our baby boy, hopefully a healthy baby boy, sometime in the summer. He is due in July, and that will be quite a trip. (laughs) So I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will catch you in the next episode.